That could make a Wolverine purr. I'd is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's a Bill King show. Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by... Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. That's what we call a sack lunch. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Back to Bar Lions. Nashville, Tennessee, Nashville Sports Radio. I am the Georgia Dog. He is Jeff, too. Patton, good morning. How are you this morning, Patton? Patton, got your mic on, Patton? Yeah, talking to the call of Georgia Dog. How are you, How are you, Patton? How's everything going? Not too bad. How about yourself? So, Patton, to the listeners, is air traffic control. Uh, we have a couple callers on hold, Patton. Uh, who do we have first? Got Pac-12 Dave. Pac-12 Dave calling in from the Emerald Coast told me a story that when he was a kid, he was support they ate cereal with a fork where they could pass the milk down to the next kid. Jeff, that's pretty poor, right? That's pretty poor. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Listen, I want the other callers to jump in, but I want to talk about Cam Ward. Uh, all the articles I've been reading, and you kind of take them at face value, but they got Cameron Ward – Having de- he's down to three options. Either he goes to Miami, which he actually did take a recruiting trip there, and Cristobal, he pulled out all the stops, man. He had uh, Rick Ross, the rapper, which means absolutely nothing to me, and took him out to a swanky uh, top-tier restaurant in Miami, and they whooped it up. Now, I know Florida State has definitely showed interest in Cameron Ward. That would be interesting. If Florida State, Wally Pips, or, you know, Bogart's my quarterback, that would be, that would make for an interesting household, or, you know, down here. Or they said that Cam Ward could go in the NFL. Uh, I don't think, I don't see Cam Ward going into the NFL. I think he wants to get his draft stock up. So I think there's a pretty good chance that he could land in Florida State. So there's that, Georgia Dog. I don't know. I've heard you guys talk about it a little bit this morning on the show. Uh, what do you think? Well, I think either I think Florida State would be the best option for him by far. I, I don't disagree that Miami wouldn't be a good place to go, but I think Florida State uh, he would be more of a step in, uh, like a co-pilot that just sits over to the pilot seat and takes over the airplane uh, at Florida well, State. I think, I think they're built better for Cam Ward than Miami is built for Cam Ward. Well, you know Miami's got that new offensive coordinator newer and this guy likes uh he's a uh, really air raid oriented that cam ward plays a little bit better to i just don't know if cam ward would have the supporting cast in miami that he would get as you uh just said at florida state and i think if you don't have dudes around you i think he learned that the hard way at wsu if you don't have the dudes around you it's a little harder to produce well let me say this and and i'll get jeff's opinion too 
There are in Nashville, Tennessee, thousands of great singers. You can walk up and down these streets and you can, you can hear great singers everywhere. One thing they don't have is the song. The one, there are a lot of quarterbacks that can throw the ball from point A to point B. There are a lot of kids that can sit at the 30 and throw it in a barrel at the other 40. There are a lot of kids can do that. The difference is, can you write the song on Saturday? Can you go out? Can you read a defense? Can you decide in three quarters of a second, Jeff, that this linebacker is going to red dog off the left side and this cornerback is going to get help from the safety? So I got to check down to my third option. That is the difference. When you're coming from the Pac-12 and you're Cam Ward, I'm not guaranteeing success from Cam Ward. He can throw the ball from point A to point B. He can outrun linebackers. He can do all that. Can he decipher in a split second where to go with the football? That is my thing. What What do you? Well, I, I looked at a couple of things, and uh, Joel Klatt of Fox had said that if Cam Ward went to Ohio State, he would instantaneously be a Heisman Trophy candidate at Ohio State. Yeah. I don't know if that's something an option Ohio State would do, but that's an interesting option if you ask me. Yeah. Dave, we got to get Alan from Tampa in here. Um, if we get a chance, we'll get you back on before we close the show today. Hey, no worries, no worries at all. Say hi to Alan for me. Also, uh, we'll be live tomorrow on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show Absolutely. without you, Jordan. All right, take care. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, y'all will do it. They always do a great job when I'm not there. Let's go down to a guy that grew up in the same area as the Auburn girl down in around the Tampa, Florida area. You know him as Alan from Tampa. Good morning, brother. How are you? Good, guys. I miss being there. I'm down in Fort Myers on the excavator loading dirt. Yeah, we were talking about that last night. That's the first thing the Auburn girl asked me, where you were. And I said, well, he ain't going to make it this time. But, yeah, you've been missed a lot, brother. Had a lot of people ask about you. Yeah, but we got a big project down here we're working on. we got to move about 30,000 tons of dirt, so I couldn't go anywhere. So let's ask you the question Pac-12 Dave just asked. What, uh, how would you feel if Cam Ward became the next quarterback at the University of uh, Florida State? He's in Tallahassee right now. So you got money. What are you, why, why are you in Fort Myers? You need to be up there with a checkbook. <laughs> I'm making some money, man. I'm making money. Every time I, I know, Alan, Alan, listen. One of them is money. Let's, everybody knows you got money, brother. Ain't no sense hiding it. Only only sin and lying about being rich is lying about being rich. I ain't, I ain't rich. I, I ain't rich, man. I got. I'm rich with my grandchildren. I got you, I'm brother. Rich. I got you. So the the um, Orange Bowl, Georgia and Florida State. That's not going to say anything about either team, is it, Allen? No, I think the whole thing's pretty much a joke. I don't think Georgia wants to be there. Florida State doesn't want to be there. I ran with the Georgia Attorney General. Somebody sent a letter. He did. To the NCAA about something. I know Ashley Moody. No, what he wanted to do is he wanted to add an extra game to the 14 playoff and make it a 16 playoff. Right. Which I brought Ashley up on. Moody's going after, going, Ashley Moody's going after the corrupt in cahoots with ESPN, the uh, uh, scum, piece of crap, slime ball committee. No, so, you, you know, you don't think much of them, do you, Alan? Well, listen, man. It was, I mean, Jeff <laughs> Tuesday, but I like Justin. But we should be in that game. It shouldn't be Alabama. I'm sorry. But they're going to put Bama in no matter what because the SEC is in cahoots with a committee and, the, and ESPN, and they, they wanted Alabama in, and they couldn't put Alabama without Texas. And that's, that's a fan check. 
It was a it was a absolute comedy of errors. How the season worked out. We needed chaos, Jeff. We needed chaos in week ten. What, what the crazy thing is, is man, Allen has a great point. I respect his opinion. The, the funny thing is, though, is if you look at the BCS poll, it would have been Alabama and Florida State in and Texas yes, out in the Texas BCS. Would have been so out. Florida State would have been in at four. Yeah. Alabama would have been three, and Texas would have been out. So. Imagine they took the BCS standings and then that happens. That, yeah. that would have been crazy. And then Florida State would have been in, Texas would have been out. Which yeah. I'd have been with okay that, with. Uh, that. With, that, with, that, with, that, with that grammar school offense that Michigan has, you tell me our defense couldn't stop them? Absolutely. Yeah. I said that earlier in the show, Alan. I think the, the, a great matchup would have been the Florida State defense against the Michigan offense. That'd been like a seven. You know, and I think, Todd, I think Todd Rodemaker could have put up 21 points. I think he could have done it very easily. You know, from where we where we come from, though, a couple of years ago, the thirteen and zero, I'm I'm taking with death. I mean, the build he's done, what he's done there, turning that dumpster fire around. I mean, I think it's awesome. But you know, I just feel bad for those players because they went out, they gutted it out in that Louisville game. They gave it everything they had, man, and they thought they were going to the playoffs. And then to get gut punched like that, it's wrong. But you know what? It's sports. Everybody can win. I don't believe in everybody getting a prize. You know, I just, I've never been that kind of person. You, you win, you lose. But I just think they were wrong. I mean, move on. I'll get over it in maybe four or five years, but, you know, it was wrong. Alan, do you think you and the son and maybe the wife make it up to summer commitments this year? We're going to try, man. We're just so busy right now. I, I'm trying to scale back and kind of semi-retire a little bit, but we just keep, we, we got tons of stuff coming up in Miami. I told one of my guys today, I said, if all this stuff happens in Miami that's supposed to happen, I'm just going to rent a house down here. Absolutely, brother. Thanks so much for being part of the show today, Alan. Hey, man, I appreciate it. Miss you guys. Wish I was there. And as usual, Todd does a great job. I'm in a beautiful place. And uh, you guys have a great time. Gold Dole's. It sucks to be a Florida game. <laughs> Hope to see you soon, Alan. Thank you. Jeff, going into the playoff game, uh, J.J. McCarthy had thrown 17 touchdown passes prior to Connor Stallion being caught, and he's thrown one since then. It's going to be a tough, tough blow to hoe for this kid when he's throwing against what I saw. In the, is Kool-Aid McKenzie going to be back? I, I, I believe so, and I hope so. And I, I hope Jason McClellan's back, too. Yeah. That, that would be that, – that's massive. You know, of course, they have Jim Miller and uh, Roydale Williams in uh, – Justice Haynes hadn't really seen much, but I don't think he'll see much in the postseason anyway. But, yeah, it's – I don't know. I, I'm not going to get too confident about this game at all because it's anything can happen in these games. Yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is – I've come around to him, and I think he's a great coach. Uh, I, I don't know. It's that I What what I fear is is Michigan State's – or Michigan State, Michigan's line. Yes, Their offensive good. line is very, very physical. And I think Alabama's you know, defensive line is good as well. But that matchup, Tarrant, now if they're able to get some runs and, and you know, extend some drives longer than they need to, that, that could – points are going to be a premium. I know that's every game, but field goal here, touchdown there – could mean the difference. Well, one thing we know, Michigan and Washington absolutely deserve to be there. There's no question about it. And I'm not questioning Michigan's ability to win the football game. I'm not questioning that at all uh, because they have a hell of a defense too. It's going to be a more of a phone booth game than it's going to be green grass athletes running Most around. Most likely. It's going to be tough guy football. Somebody's going to make a mistake. Somebody's going to turn a ball over. Somebody's going to miss a field goal. That, that's the way this game's going to go. Absolutely, that's what you look at back at the Alabama Georgia game. It was a you know same thing. It was a, 
it was a, a false start or you know a legal formation penalty that you know cost you know five yards that uh, an extra point dinged across and a you know turnover deep inside Alabama's territory that you know where Alabama got it and you know Georgia was able to prevent a touchdown but still that that field goal was the difference in the game you have so to things have, like that you have to things. have a every year you can go back and look at any college football playoff team. The guys that won the national title had some luck somewhere. Absolutely. There has to be yeah. plays where uh, fourth and 32, what are fourth yeah. and 31, uh, Ken and myself and Georgia fans, Mike the Mad Dog, we're sitting up at the stroke of midnight waiting, hoping that a guy misses a field goal. Yeah. Not only did he miss it, he, he just took all the doubt out. I mean, <laughs> it was a duck hook left wow. like my foreiron. Yeah. I mean, it was, there was no question about it. And then Georgia nation exploded and – um, George, you know, George's game against Missouri a couple of years ago. Oh, absolutely. Where you're sitting there going, how does how does this even happen? And Georgia just escaped with a win. Any team, any time in the SEC, anything can happen. You are not listening to the wrong radio station. This is the Bill King Show. Pavarotti himself is sitting over to the right talking with some of the guests here. I am the Georgia Dog. He is Jeff, too. Tom from Myrtle Beach is going to come up next. He's going to bring Mike the Mad Dog up. And they're going to talk a little bit of college football. The Auburn girl, Julie, the ladies in the building. Uh, Julie, by the way, is Ken's wife. Ken is Julie's husband. We want to make sure everybody understands that. Tom, come on up, you and Mike the Mad Dog. We got, um, what, two more, three more segments to go. Anthony's sitting back there. Anthony had a fight with my wife last night about football. Glad to have Anthony here. Hot Town Boys here. Everybody's here. Come on. Good morning. I'm looking at a car that has flipped out here in the Antioch area. 24 eastbound just before you get to Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow to go as they try to upright this car that flipped. Again, on 24 eastbound just before Harding Place. Traffic still moving past the airport, just heavy at times. Still coming in from Wilson County, uh, the Mount Juliet area into Hermitage. Uh, looks pretty good right now. 65 down through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out that menu today. PrincessHotChicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Hmm. 
This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant and new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters. And it's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature, during the playing portion, do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports. Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Text The Bill King Show now at 615-844-5600 and interact with the king of college football. The Bill King Show. Welcome back to The Bill King Show, live from Bar Lines in the beautiful Omnia Hotel. We are here with the one, the only, Mike the Mad Dog. That is true. I am the, you are the Ohio State. I am the Mad Dog. Tell the story you just told me about Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart. Kirby what, Smart, what, and Lane what they text each other when they lose to you know? Oh, when they when they usually lose to each other, they always give each other a hard time. When they lose to Saban, they always say you lost to Daddy again or something like that. That's always funny between the two of them. And they always he always posts. Of course, Lane posts it on social media, so it doesn't matter what Lane does. But they gave they asked Kirby about it. They said, you know, did you get mad? He was like, no, he texted me before he posted on social media. We do that to each other all the time, so they're not really worried about that. Lane loves that Twitter and social media. Him and his dog and all. Oh yeah, yeah. He also loves he also loves the portal, which he's doing very well in right now. That's true. What it, with Georgia? Who do you think you're going to lose to the NFL or to the portal or like what? It, this Carson Beck rumor is he going to go to the pro? I right now it's fifty fifty. I wish he'd go ahead and say you know. I mean, there's rumors that he's practicing with the team. So is he coming back? We don't know. Um, then, then, then there's a big rumor. You know, when the Texas quarterback hit the portal, you know, Malik Murphy. Yeah, it, they were talking about Georgia's and, first. And that first. tells me Quinn uh, Ewers is coming back. Yeah, I mean, why would why would the second string guy that would be the starter next year hit the portal if he's not coming back? Yeah, I watched that game they played against BYU. Actually, he did very well. Yeah. As soon as I heard that Georgia was talking to him, I went back and watched some highlights of him, and he did very well in that game. He actually won it for him. So, you know, he, he deserves to be a starter somewhere, and I think he's going to be a good starter somewhere. Now, where that's going to be the University of Georgia, I don't know, because it all depends on if Carson Beck comes back. There's so many people that say he is, and then there's people that say, you know, he, he might be leaving. Such a different ball game now with the transfer portal and NIL and opt-outs for bowl games. It makes the bowl games not as meaningful to me, but is Carson Beck, has he announced, is he playing in the bowl game, or is he well, still on the fence on that? Well, there, there's rumors that he's been practicing with the team, so I'm, I, I assume if he's practicing with the team and he's going to take the time to play in the Orange Bowl, that he will come back. So even if he wanted to go pro, he's going to try to get some stats in the Orange Bowl to up his draft status? Possibly. I don't know. I mean, the whole thing is a little nerve-wracking because, you know, as a fan of Georgia, you know, being on the radio or being on Twitter the way I am, everybody asks me, is he coming back, is he not coming back? Yeah, I really don't know. It's hard. What about like Bowers? 
Bowers? Is he coming back? I, if he's smart, I don't think he yeah, would. Yeah, so he goes pro. I, w- I would think he would. Now, McConkie, I could see coming yeah, back. Yeah, McCon- Is he Lam- going Lam- pro? Lam- Lam- McConkie, I could see coming back before uh, Bowers. Like, some people, I think Ken was talking to me last night. He was like, what if Bowers comes back? I was like, that would be great as a fan, <laughs> yeah. but but why, why would he need to? That's I- like Marvin Harrison Jr. He was like, there's a rumor he might come back and get all this NAL money. And as a Buckeye fan, I would love that, but I don't see that happen. I think there's like a .01% chance he comes back and doesn't go pro. I mean, no, they're they're too good at what they do. Yeah. Not not to go not to go get the money that they can get at the end. What NFL. if they got hurt? Yeah, you know, well, Peyton Manning's one of the only guys that stayed, and his parents took out a I don't know ten million dollar insurance policy on him or whatever to to keep him at Tennessee, but. I don't see some of these other guys doing it. Yeah, if Bowers got hurt, he had the tightrope surgery. What if he gets hurt even more? And permanently injured. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. So why not go get a contract with the NFL in case you do get hurt, which would – I think he can go top ten if he goes to the NFL this year. I don't think he should come – I don't think he should come back. I would love it as a fan. But, you know, I think if anybody's telling him anything, I would say go. So what do you think about the bowl game? FSU feels slighted they got left out. Georgia feels like they're one of the top four teams they should have been in. Does either team want to be there, or does either team get up for that game? Part of me thinks is, you know, each team wants to have something to prove in the bowl game. They want to show that, hey, look, we should have been there. in. We should have been in. Look what we did. So if they both come in that mentality, it should be a really good game. But, I mean, you have so many people opting out in Florida State. You don't know how many people have hit the portal with Georgia yet. I think we were like at 16 right now. Yeah. So, but Kirby, Kirby went ahead and said on the on media or whatever, we are going to play the younger guys. We want to see who's hungry and who wants to play. So, it could be an audition for what's coming up next year. I mean, are they hungry enough to play? I think he learned a lesson when he, came, when he went and played Texas that one year when they got left out and, he, and everybody was upset and they lost to Texas. So I don't think he's going to – you know, if you're not going to play, he says don't even get on the plane. We're not having you in there. So I think he's going to have everybody who wants to play, and they're going to be – he learned his lessons from that, and he's going to come to play that game. It was odd to me that they both opted out of the press conference. You know, they were supposed to have a big press conference, and both coaches didn't show. You know, the, I know – I think at the time there's still a sting from what happened. Yeah. And they're both pissed off. But, I mean, they got to get their players up and play that game. I mean, how did they do that? Like, why did they not do the whole press conference and say, hey, we're going to this bowl? Everybody's saying, oh, they might even play. Well, I mean, I think it's just that they, they both – did you see the press conference that, that they were both like a Zoom meeting or whatever? No. Where they, both, they both looked like they just would rather be somewhere else. Yeah. They just did not – because they both felt slighted. Georgia felt slighted because, you know, they only won one game. They were defending back-to-back national championships. Florida State was undefeated. So, you know, both of them felt slighted, and both of them were making an argument. They felt like they were still making an argument to get about in. why they should get but in. But now that, that reflects on the players. So, I mean, like just like Ryan Day in some of the bigger games, he, he keeps everything close to the vest, and he tries to call like a, you know, he doesn't call. He doesn't let it rip like he said he was going to. Yeah. So when he does that, Kyle McCord and some of these guys that everybody says they had a bad game, well, the play calling was very conservative. So that reflects on them. They know, well, my coach doesn't have confidence in me, so you don't have a lot of confidence either. But them in the press conference being like that, don't you think that reflects on the players to be like, well, what are we playing for? Yeah, I, I, think, I think that's why they didn't have another one. They, they said that they, you know, then there was a big rumor, oh, both of them are going to, you know, they're going to boycott. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. I was like, they're not boycotting. There's too much money in these bowl oh, games, yeah, yeah. you know, for them to boycott it. I, plus, that would look bad on the university. It would look bad in Florida State and in Georgia. I don't even like this whole lawsuit thing where they were trying to expand it just so they could both get in. If you didn't get in, take your lumps, and that'll just make you hungry next year. Every team, you know, Georgia, Kirby says this all the time, this team, because we're back-to-back and we keep winning, they think that they, you know, some of them think they deserve to do this. He said, you don't deserve anything until you earn it. 
So this just goes to show them. I was, I admit this, I was a little relieved because of, they went on that winning streak because I kept thinking every time, when are we going to lose? Is when's this the, is, is, yeah. is this when's the other shoe going to It can't drop? last forever. When is it going to drop? And part of me was a little relieved when we lost because I was like, okay, now swallow your pride, pick yourself up, and play and, and, and go on another win streak. Because I don't really think that anybody's going to be able to do that 29 win streak again because of the way they're going to have the college football playoff. There are going to be people who save teams, I mean, save players and not play in certain teams because they won't have to win all their games to get in the playoffs. They won't have that diehard, you know. They won't I, have the- I forgot to mention, too. You know, I oh mentioned Georgia God. Dog is the president of the Kirby Smart Fan Club. This is the vice president. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I get, I get, I get to break all the ties in the Senate. That's awesome. Anyway, <laughs> so I think that, um, I, th- I think, like I said, I think that Kirby is going to have those young guys ready. If Beck comes back, that's going to be a big deal. I think that's going to show something. Although I wish he would go ahead and say whether he's coming back for sure or not. So head to head, if they, if Florida State, all their guys coming back, everybody from Georgia coming back. Right now they play. Who wins? Georgia. So you're saying Florida State wasn't one of the best four? I didn't say that. I said they deserved to get in. It didn't mean that they were better than Georgia. That deserve is, you know, the kid yeah, from LSU wins the Heisman because of all of his stats. The most deserving might have not been the guy that, you know, that should have won I th- it. I thought, he did. I, thought he, I thought he deserved it. You don't think Michael Penix Jr. would deserve the Heisman? I'm just saying. I, I, think, the guy, I think the guy from LSU, I, th- I thought he was great. I, th- I thought he was re- – I think it was awesome that they, they put it with somebody who wasn't in the playoffs. I didn't think he was going to win. I really didn't. I wanted him to win, but I didn't think he was. And a lot of people think it's because I'm an SEC homer, but I got no love for LSU. I had no reason yeah. to, you know, to want him to win. I mean, he was good. I'm not trying to take it away from him. I'm just saying when you lose three games and you look at that player and supposed to be the best player on that team, if you pull him from that team, they still lose those three games. Yeah. Where Michael Penix Jr., you pull him from Washington, they're not undefeated and playing in the playoffs. Yeah, but isn't your team supposed to be bigger than one player? Yeah, but I mean that one player that wins the Heisman is supposed to be the biggest player on your team. Yeah, the most but valuable. I understand that, but uh, you know when when Brock Bowers was out, you know you it's next man up. I mean, Lad McConkey's out. They they were bitten by the injury bug more than any any team under Kirby Smart. So and they still managed to win all their games in the regular season. So have you looked at your schedule? Yes, I looked at the schedule next year. That has nothing to do with what I'm talking about this year. Who's got the easiest schedule next year? Oh God, I don't even know. I think it's it's like, Auburn. It's like the wild Auburn does. Yeah, they may need it, but I don't know. It, that's a tough – if you look at everything, yeah, Alabama's got a decent schedule. I think Georgia's got a pretty good schedule too where – Yeah, we, op- we open with Clemson and, and Mercedes-Benz. And, really? Yeah. And then, uh, and then we have to go to Texas, to Tuscaloosa. So you all finally going to play a season this year. Yeah, yeah, actually we are. We play ah, a season every year. Might be 9-3. and three. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> the dynasty's <laughs> over, Georgia. Yeah, 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 but you know what? They'll still make the playoffs. I guarantee you that. You want to come you, to the dark side? No, no, nobody wants to come to those poisonous Buckeye nuts. I promise you that. Or Bama, or you know, Papa Bama over here. You know, oh my God, really, Papa Bama? Nick, you just said Nick Saban's daddy. Oh Lane, no, Lane no, Kiffin. no. I said I said Lane Kiffin and Kirby mess with each other about that. I never said Nick Saban was daddy. So how does Kirby in the future, like Nick, keep replacing assistant coaches and keeping to be successful? I think it's just that he had the same mentality as yeah, Nick because Nick's yeah. lost a lot and he keeps replacing them and replacing them. Yeah, I, I think it's, you know they, they establish a culture at Georgia, what they're going to do, how they're going to do it. And he recruits coaches like he does players. Like he finds out, you know, it, it's amazing to me. He seems like on the offensive side of the ball, he'll get more seasoned coaches. But on the defensive side of the ball, which is his baby, 
Yeah. He seems to want to get those up-and-comer diamond in the rough kind of coaches, and he likes to mentor them into what he wants the defense to be. And and Muschamp and Bobo, they're both Georgia guys originally, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, if they wind up getting a smaller school head coaching job and leaving, is he going to go after Georgia-bred guys? Or is no, he go I think out it just worked out that way. I mean, Muschamp, Muschamp is, you know, the co-defensive coordinator right now. He's a Georgia guy, too. That's what I mean. Like, he's done an excellent job there. And yeah. he's, he's – where was he at? Florida, then South Carolina. And yeah. he kind of failed a little bit here and there. But he's going to get to that point again where a smaller school, you know, is going to want him to be the head coach. Yeah, maybe. But some coaches – I mean, he's a great recruiter and he's a great defensive coordinator. Some coaches just aren't meant to be head coaches. That's exactly right. I think – and I think Muschamp is one of those guys. He's a great assistant coach, but he's not a good head coach. Yeah. I mean, but it's hard as a coach to not have that fire to want to be the head Muschamp coach. Muschamp and Kirby go back a very long way back to Valdosta State and – you know, so Kirby Kirby feels like you know he's a good he's a good defensive do you coordinator. Know how, do you know who has more wins in Valdosta State? No, who? Michigan. <laughs> Again Th- with Michigan. Thousand thousand wins. Talk about being your daddy. God, when they beat Ohio State, there was a thousand win, and Valdosta State's like what nine ninety eight, nine ninety seven, something like that. Hey, let's talk let's talk about Ohio State for a second. You said you were talking about Nick Saban being our daddy. What about Michigan? You know, what about Harbaugh being your daddy? He is to uh, to Ryan Day now. Oh, okay. Now Blackbeard, Black he's, he's he was zero five against us before Ryan Day took the helm. <laughs> when is Blackbeard? When is so Ryan, he's still negative. When is Ryan Day finally going to get gray hair over all this whole deal? You know, I don't know if you saw the first couple of years he coached. He was clean shaven, oh. looked like Eddie Munster from the Munster. Oh, now now he looks ridiculous. Yeah. He, he's he's like hair club for men kind of deal. He's got a, I don't know, he's got a lot of stuff to prove to Buckeye fans. I mean, it's it's yeah, hard because who do we get? That's, the, that's exactly I, I, Who I, else I was, are you going to get? Like Josh said it. There's a lot of guys say it. We would love to see Ryan Day go to the NFL or go somewhere else, but who could we get? I don't know. Because you, you're going to have to get somebody with a hatred of Michigan. Home. Well, we need an Ohio guy. So you can't just go out there and get the Washington coach or the Oregon coach or some of these guys because they don't know what it be, means to be in that rivalry, you know, our, our natty coaches were Paul Brown, Woody Hayes, Jim Trestle, and Urban Myers. All throw, born and bred Ohio. Throw enough money at Urban Myers, see if he'll come back. I don't think he's coming back because of his wife. Now, they all still wear Ohio State gear and always support the Buckeyes, his daughters, his wife. But I don't – if he was to come back to coaching, that would be the one place she might let him. But I think she's done with it all and wants him to do – I mean, he's making good money being an announcer. What's Ohio State schedule look like next year? It's pretty good. I think we got Iowa, obviously Michigan, and Penn State. But then we got a lot of – So it's a cupcake schedule. Oh, we play Washington. Oh, you play it, Washington. Yeah, is the, is the Big Ten. That's like this year in the bowl games. You see all the Big Ten and uh, SEC matchups. Yeah. It's like they're gearing everybody for the 12-game playoff, and they're going to have – Five Big Ten teams and five. When they SEC get to the twelve team playoff, somebody number thirteen is still going to be mad. Somebody's going to be mad that they didn't get in. They didn't. They didn't like how they got in. They don't have. They don't like the ranking. The, oh, yeah. the top think, four is going to be that way. It's going to be Big Ten and SEC, and everybody's going to be that's griping be the about the majority that. of the playoff. Yeah, it's exactly what it's going to be. I mean, even this year. So Washington and Texas play on January first, which is technically twenty twenty four. So mm-hmm. they're both in the Big Ten and SEC. So the whole playoffs is Big Ten and SEC right now. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 gearing that way, and it's. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Pac-12, we have no idea what's going to happen. ACC's trying to find a deal and keep Clemson. Well, there Clemson. is no Pac-12 anymore. No, there's not. And so you're going to have a power four now. What are they, Pac-2? I don't, I don't think they're anything. Because, I mean, you can't be with two teams. Well, they certainly got them. They spread the money between Washington State and Oregon State, didn't they? 
This year. Yeah. But I think next year, they both joined on to a Mountain West uh, schedule next year. Is that their severance package so they can just head on their own way? I don't know what's going to happen. Either the Mountain West is going to become Pac-12 or the two teams left are going to be absorbed by the Mountain West. So it's kind of sad we're going to be down to a power four now. Yeah, it's sad because college football is going to completely change as we know it next year. Every, there, you know, in the SEC, there's no East, there's no West. It's, same in, same in uh, Big Ten? Yeah. No, so no now, divisions. at the end of the year, like if it was this year, Ohio State loses to Michigan, we would play them the very next weekend in the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, it's, it's going to be strange because you can have Florida and Georgia in the SEC Championship, which would have never happened before. And you can have kids sitting out. Because it's going to save them for the championship game. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's going to, it's going to, it's becoming the NFL. Junior. That's why I think that twenty nine win streak won't be broken because they're going to sit certain kids yeah. out in certain games. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. Yeah. They need to get in that twelve spot, and they need everybody healthy. Just this is the nature of the beast now, as we know it. Well, don't turn the channel because you are listening to the Bill King Show, and I am not Bill King. I'm no. Tom from Myrtle Beach, and this is Mike the Mad Dog. Absolutely. Coming right back. Good morning. I'm looking at a car that has flipped out here in the Antioch area. 24 eastbound just before you get to Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow to go as they try to upright this car that flipped. Again, on 24 eastbound just before Harding Place. Traffic still moving past the airport, just heavy at times. Still coming in from Wilson County, uh, the Mount Juliet area, into Hermitage. Uh, looks pretty good right now. 65 down through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out that menu today, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at WorldWideGolf.com. We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. 
It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama, I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa? Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. to know anything about college football consult with the encyclopedia bill tanica every morning get the omni national hotel at bar line special shout out to jordan gann says roll tide lena dow says she don't care melissa donovan says go nose it i am here with hot town boy uh, Kentucky fan, uh, just got Brock Vandergriff, transfer portal out of Georgia. All my girls said for me to remind Tom from Myrtle Beach, it is next man up. When Jake Fromm got hurt, the All girl became, an, or Jacob Eason got hurt, the All girl became a big Jake Fromm man. So tell Tom from, old, from Myrtle Beach, you got to be next man up. But Brock Vandergriff going to Kentucky, you're getting a stud. Huge. Huge stud. I mean, this guy is... One thing I want to ask is this is probably the first time we're talking about Kentucky football on the air. Absolutely. You know, Georgia, the players at Georgia always say, after playing Kentucky, even the guys that go to the NFL, the most physical game they have every year is Kentucky Well, in the the trenches. That's that's how Stoops, you know, that's his his mentality. It's his mentality. It's uh, just rough and tough and – Sometimes it gets a little undisciplined, and yeah. uh, we pay the price a little bit. You got to have the green grass athletes, and and they will get them because Brock Vandergriff's going to draw some. We got to go to the phones. Aliquippa Bob's called us from Oregon. Uh, Bob, good morning. How are you? Hey, good morning, guys. I hope everybody's having a good time. We're having a great time. How are you? I am doing great. I, I want to say hi to Hawktown Boy too. You know, your your Kentucky uh, Wildcats. <laughs> That's a pretty nice pickup with Brock Vandegrift. Very nice, very nice. Um, rumor also has he's got a sister up and plays volleyball at Eastern Kentucky Absolutely. in Richmond. So I think that uh, kind of helped as well to, to steer him up towards Lexington. Plus, you know, instant uh, he's the man. He's not having to wait behind anybody and. Um, He'd just be ready to play. He's ready to go. Plug him in. Let's go. Bob, we're on a short segment. Tell me what uh, Tell me what you – I know that you're out there in Oregon chasing uh, – well, I mean, not chasing. You've already well, well, caught it. Yeah, my, my girlfriend's daughter is getting married today. So oh, absolutely. It came down to either going to commitment or attending the wedding, and I decided to show her who the boss was, and you could see the results. 
But uh, I, I talked to her daughter. She's a little nervous, you know, with everything. Everybody's running around in circles getting ready. And uh, she was a little nervous, George Dog. And I told her, I said, listen, I said, look at it this way. You, you could be forced to marry the George Dog or Wayman. Wow. And when I said that, after she got done laughing for about 10 minutes or so, she kind of, she kind of settled right down. So uh, <laughs> you, you helped us out this morning without knowing. Bob, we have got about uh, two minutes left in this segment. Bill King's going to come back up for the final segment of the show, and I need to give Hoptown Boy a little talking time. Yep. So, now, you will be on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show tomorrow, am I right? Yes, sir. I'll be there, and I just want to call and say hi to everybody, and sorry I missed it. I'll be there for sure uh, next year, and, uh, thanks, and during, for, thanks for the chance to say hi. And the I'll spring, see you guys. Commit, spring commitments, we expect you there too. I'll be there, brother. So going into this next year, you're going to have a chance to have what I call a pretty quarterback. You're going to have Correct. a chance to have a guy that sits back there and looks the part, 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, Brock Vandegrift, with a, if he breaks the line of scrimmage and there's a cornerback coming up, he's not sliding. No, and he's going to have great receiving core to, to throw it to. Huge um, arms. A lot of people don't understand, Carson Beck was not the lock. To start this year for Georgia, he was not the lock. Him and Brock Vandegrift were 1A and 1B. And it came down to, at the end of the of fall camp, uh, of course, Beck had more time with the system. Right. But Brock Vandegrift was that talented. Uh, Brock Vandegrift was originally a five-star that went to Oklahoma, committed to Oklahoma, and then uh, came back to Georgia. But, yeah, you're getting a stud when you get Brock Vandegrift. Well, we're we're looking forward to it. And, I mean, I'm, as a Kentucky fan, I'm a realistic Kentucky football fan. Yeah. I'm the nutso Kentucky basketball fan that thinks we need to win every game and, you know, get a natty on that side. But football, it, you know, if – and Stoops has done a great job there. I mean – Yeah, and he's get, flirting with that thing from Texas A&M. Yeah, but Stoops yeah. is in – his world, that's his – he can coach there as long as he wants yes. to. Yes, and they'll put a statue up for him. Absolutely. And, but and I, th- I think he can build at Kentucky. I do. I don't. I think a lot of people put this parameters that he can't build at Kentucky. I don't know that he can build them into a national title contender, but I think he can build into a SEC title contender. I agree, and I think this the transfer portal helps sure. Kentucky because – Y'all got it, all that horse money up there. I know. that. And y'all grow that grass. Is that, that's not the American marijuana. That's bluegrass, right? Correct. Oh, okay. Hemp. Is Dave, big, hemp Dave from hemp Jersey, is, Dave from Jersey well. came down to see us. He's sitting over here. Tyler Bell's in the house. We got a lot of guys here. Tim, the Gator fan, sitting over there scrolling through his phone. Tim, what are you looking at over there? Oh, never mind. He's looking at pictures of me on our website. Good, thanks, buddy. I, I got you right here. <laughs> Hoptown boy, you uh, were at the uh, suite last night. Did you have a good time? I did. Uh, got into the bourbon. Got into the bourbon. And uh, a nice little spread there of, of, uh, of bourbon. So, uh been a little little slow this morning, yeah. but but uh, well, we're, that we're devil, doing good. The devil spit that they broke out. They broke out. They, look, there's moonshine that's got like apple tasting or some. I don't know cupcake moonshine. That clear stuff. I did not. I stayed away from that. That's the devil you, spitting that jar, and y'all you drinking can, it. You can run your car off that. The devil no spit. You could, absolutely, you could. Um, but it has been uh, a lot of fun. We've been honored to be up here and be a part of the Bill King Show. We're going to bring the Master of Ceremonies back after this segment to close out the show today. 
in the transfer portal, what is Kentucky's biggest need before we get out of here? Bobby Green, I would say guys. I would say the offensive line needs a little revamping. Get that big blue wall concept back. We had there was it would show up some and then kind of drift away. So I think we got to protect protect, protect Brock. He is Hoptown boy. I'm the Georgia dog. He was Tom from Myrtle Beach. All the guys, thanks so much for being a part of the show. J U L I E Julie brought her husband Ken with her. The Auburn girl brought me up here and. Mad the Mike, Mike, Mike the Mad Dog brought Joey with him. Joey's been outside talking to homeless people. We appreciate y'all. Appreciate being here. Ty from Ty from Myrtle Beach. Did he got all his little remarks in about Georgia? But Harbaugh's still his daddy. Bill King coming right back after the break. Georgia Dog. Thanks to Adam and Patton and everybody. We appreciate you. Good morning. I'm looking at a car that has flipped out here in the Antioch area. 24 eastbound just before you get to Harding Place. It's got traffic pretty slow to go as they try to upright this car that flipped. Again on 24 eastbound just before Harding Place. Traffic still moving past the airport. Just heavy at times. Still coming in from Wilson County uh, the Mount Juliet area into Hermitage. Uh, looks pretty good right now. 65 down through Millersville. Princess Hot Chicken is catering this holiday season. Check out that menu today. PrincessHotChicken.com. I I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit. H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Tis the season to be giving. Instant games to friends and family. Join the joyous cash prize carol. With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. 
TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. America's first home for college football talk is the Bill King Show. That last two hours was hard work for me, man. I, I, I'm going to need a nap after that. I, now, I appreciate those guys... Uh, Jumping up here, Georgia Dog, Tom from Myrtle Beach, and uh, taking control. That was that was fun. I enjoyed being a dude out there. I enjoyed that a lot. I'm supposed to do a promo right here for our holiday greetings commercial. So here we go. You ready? This is an on-the-air promotion. Hey, everybody. Bill King, Bill King Show, wishing you and your family a Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. How'd you get it? All right. One take right there, guys. That was hard. That was hard. Yeah, I, I think they run, what, a collage of folks, and they all have their seasons, greetings, and all that. The commitments for the Spring instead of the summer is going to be May 3rd and 4th, right, guys? May 3rd and 4th, which is a Friday, Saturday. You guys have not picked out your hotel yet, right? Where you're going to be? Not not yet, but that is a fun event. If you can get to that event, I was just talking, Adam's a golfer, and they have a uh, best ball, four-man scramble type thing. On Saturday, that's a lot of fun. My uh, two boys, two of my boys played in it this last summer. May, the weather's going to be way more forgiving than it is middle of August, right? It's it's not going to be 98 degrees or whatever it was when we were down there. And if you can make it, come on down there. My plan right now is to be there. I've already talked to my wife about it, and she wants to go, so... If you want to go down there and hang out and have some fun, that is May 3rd and 4th in Destin, location specifically to be determined. But the dates they have nailed down, and that is May the 3rd and the 4th, which means what I'd probably do is do like I did last time, come down Thursday, do the show from somewhere down there on Friday, and then have the rest of the weekend off. And... uh that, that's that's a fun event. Yeah, that's that's a, a fun event. Had several <coughs> people drive up from down in Alabama that weren't staying here that got here mid-morning, and I appreciate that very much from our Florence affiliate down in Alabama. Good good folks. Good good to see them 
and uh, appreciate everybody coming. This event, Thursday night, is, is so much fun. And if you ever want to come in the future, Thursday night's where the fun is. We do it up in the suite. Everybody mingles. They talk. You get to know each other. It's a fantastic time. The schedule over the holidays. I'm just going to go ahead and get this out there. We are off. I was just talking to Adam. There's your guy. Friday and Monday, which makes sense because Christmas lands on Monday, right? Christmas Eve will be observed as a holiday for the station, WNSR, on Friday. And then we'll take Monday off. We'll be back on Tuesday. There are six bowl games tomorrow. Six bowl games tomorrow. All the brand names that you love and you watch, maybe not. But six bowl games tomorrow, there's a certain comfort level. I'll be watching them. I don't know how deeply I'll be immersed in them, but I'll be watching them because it's, it's college football. And you got to rem- remember, the next time we start playing regular season football, Texas and Oklahoma will be in this league where we're located in the South. And... Southern Cal, UCLA, UW, and Oregon will be in the pack. Well, no longer in the pack. They'll be in the B1G, the Big Ten. It's changing, guys. Right in front of our eyes, this planet is spinning. It's almost losing its axis the way it's spinning right now so rapidly. And then all those other teams, other than Oregon State, Washington State, go into the Big 12. We'll have a million years during the non-playing portion of the season to talk about all that. But this planet that we're on, this college football planet that we're on, is like a breakaway asteroid out in the galaxy. That's, That's a fantastic description of what we've got going right now. And that breakaway asteroid is not going to be corralled. It's going to continue to be breaking away in the galaxy. And God knows where we're heading with it. But... Either you can hitch a ride or not, it's going in its direction, and it doesn't care what I think about it. That hurts. I'd like to have some influence there, but I don't. It's going to be really fun to watch the future. It's going to be fun next year, guys. And again, we'll have many days of real estate to cover this. Once we get into next year, and you know there's 12 teams making it, That do-or-die Alabama-Auburn play is a big play, but it's not that that important. Big picture, right? That Michigan-Ohio State game is a huge matchup for the two of them, but it's not do-or-die. It's just another ball game. Heck, they could meet up right after that game in the Big Ten Championship game and then meet up in the playoffs. That's where we're at, yo. That is exactly where we're at, like it or not. There's some... That's dating game music. Oh, for Greg. Yeah, okay. Never heard that one on this show. I'm going to go back to Williamson County and try and take a nap. I got to bed at 1.30, but we'll see if that happens. Appreciate everybody being here. Everybody that came... Lash pa la patat.